Sean Stellani. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Ooh, y'all have no idea what it took to get here, so. Like, I mean, it ended up working out because I really feel like my brain is attaching from my skull. So, it gave me a, a, a chance to let the Advil work. But still, <laughs> I didn't go through what you went through, so I can't even say. Y'all, tell me why I cut on this freaking mic and now and i started talking and it sounded like i'm freaking alvin the chipmunk <laughs> like it's like just one chipmunk yes alvin the chipmunk oh, like alvin the chipmunk i thought you said alvin and the chipmunk <laughs> you know it was two right <laughs> nah just him i was just like what the heck and then my computer started doing backflips and all this type of so it was ridiculous. Anyway, we're here now, so that's good. That's the thing with Mac; like, it'd be doing random. St- like, I don't care. Like, I, it's definitely a more reliable computer. Like, I had to touch a PC the other day, and I was like, "What is okay, this?" Okay, I had to touch one. <laughs> you know, I'd be down to the, doing the little orchestra library thing, and she was like, "Oh, can you print this?" And I was like, "Okay, so yeah." When I had that company how? laptop, and I was like, "What the heck is this? How do oh, I?" Yeah. I'm like, "How do I turn it on?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, so." Okay, so the mouse is the same. So we're we're good there. The mouse is the same because it's just so different. But Mac be doing these random little bits of whatever every like. Yeah. Where'd you even come up with that? Where'd you get that from? I be wondering like, why did you do that? Yeah. You've never done it before. You haven't done it since. Just vibes, and yeah. I respect it. I do. Well. <sighs> Get right into it. Yeah, Miguel and I have already. I've, this is like hour seven today. <laughs> There's nothing to catch up on. I'm so that doesn't mean anything to y'all. But I'm just saying. And I see you're getting on Friday. Yep. And we have a lot to. I don't know if you take took taking a look at the agenda. I it's have not. You know, quite going a bit on it. <laughs> and we probably won't get through any most of it because we'll take the first hour and a half talking about whatever topic of the day. Then eventually around six o'clock I'll be like, Well, I have to go work on my video and I wanna lay down. <laughs> and so we'll table to next month. Nice of you to have that um that discipline working on videos. I can't relate on that. But um you, yeah, you can't because I when I went to your channel to look for <laughs> I was mad, y'all. I'm so sorry. Like when I cause the, me and Delaney was when we were like, Yeah, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I did. Normally, I would have come for your head like that. But last week when we was talking and you were like off in the edit tonight, I was like, period, finally give me a little video. I can sit down and tuck in. I went to the, that was last week. I went to the channel on Monday. Today's Wednesday, if you were wondering. I went to the channel on Monday, went to the the, the, the homepage. And when it was the same video I watched three weeks ago, I said, okay. I was like, you know, let me just go over it. Because sometimes YouTube be funny. Let me go over to the content. <laughs> It's the same video, copy paste. I say, you know what? I got mad. Cause I was like, it could be a plethora of things that she was gonna post because I I know behind the scenes she been working on some stuff. Where my video at? So yeah, until I see another video up there, no, you do not have discipline. No, you do not. Oh well, we knew that. Okay, hold up. I walked that back because you be about to get on my nerves. But I I and I I gave you grace and I was like. She said she had a rough week with the final and all this or whatever school stuff you be doing. So I was like, "All right, I'm off her head." But then you just, you just reminded me. So I was like, "Let's." What's tomorrow? It don't matter. I'm, I'm gonna try to put it out tomorrow, or Friday. Nope, you said tomorrow. Uh, Thirty minutes ago, you did. I did, but it's I like want I also to watch have... the video. I am waiting for the video. Tomorrow's doable. Tomorrow's doable. You gotta approach it like classically black. Like I don't even think about yeah. getting Mexican. The only time That's I the think thing. about it is like I was up doing the application uh yesterday and I've been doing Hit Mix Venue for so long that I'm at the same place where classically black it's like I will put it it's my stuff. See, I'm, I'm gonna put it out tomorrow. I'm gonna put it out tomorrow. <laughs> like and it, it was fine. Nothing nothing happened. Cause like I think my subscribers know that I, I'm gonna be there. So every once in a while that it's a day late, like I don't get any. It's not like where you been. It's like it's been twenty four hours, babe. Um, and also like I've just learned that I don't want to put a video out at one a.m. 
because mm-hmm. it sometimes it performs poorly. So that's the most I do. But I, it's just like I don't even think about it. Or if I'm if I'm if I'm at a loss for an idea, sometimes that happens like every couple of months. I'd be like, what am I gonna cook? Hmm. Well, speaking of videos, um, the one quick update I have for the news is that the Apple Music Classical app is now out. So I'm doing a video on that. Um, that won't be out for a couple of weeks because I have to have at least a week to try out that. Mm-hmm. But I had to, I pre-ordered it and I got the notification that it's out. And so I've been ignoring it. I'm trying to, to ignore anybody's screenshots or anything. Mm-hmm. I Of course, I've seen some screenshots, so I know kind of what it looks like. But I've tried not to look at, like, what's on the page and, like, all yeah. that. And also, Apple Music is, like, advertising it in the actual Apple Music app. So, but anyway, if you have Apple Music, it's out. Miss Girl's out. So, Keep an eye out for that coming on my channel. Um, I will, don't worry. I will be having. I have post notifications on, but those be weird. I'm gonna be over there, so <laughs> I want to watch. Oh, let's see. Um, what else? Oh yeah. So, also a couple maybe like a week or so ago, I see that people are once again talking about Beethoven. I'm like, what are they talking about? Basically, this article came out about um, Beethoven's hair and some things that um, are related to him or whatever. So, why is this article not coming up in my recently? I literally just opened it. Anyway, basically, they found out a lock of Beethoven's hair that they originally thought was his was not, in fact, his hair. Um, apparently... It belonged to a Jewish woman, which I was like, how is that? I feel like that's a pretty significant, um, like, detail. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like they've, they've been able to test hair for gender for a long time. But I think maybe it's because of how old the hair is mm-hmm. that maybe they couldn't, the, the technology only recently advanced that they could test hair that's that old for um for for that type of information but the crazy thing is like this particular lock of hair some dude he wrote a best-selling book about it called beethoven's hair and then all right riveting (laughs) see (laughs) um and then they mo- they made a documentary film about it. I'm like, y'all made a documentary film about some dusty hair? This is what's amazing. Because it's like me and Katie, we were just talking about building stuff from the ground up. And we hustling. And we, what else we got to do? We, we making stuff from scratch and everything. And somebody like, so we found this old hair. And they're like, oh, here's the funding to <laughs> make your film. What? Like, okay. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Like, also, like. Listen, I know I don't I don't know for sure, but I can see how it is up for debate whether or not I like classical music. I love it. I have a good time. Viola is great. Yay, Viola Power. Um, I cannot think of anything more incredibly dull than to do an entire documentary on Beethoven's hair, or even using the hair as a, as the stepping stone to talk about more Beethoven things. I want what y'all have. Like that sounds fun to you. I rather do like when Beethoven was like I'd rather do like when Beethoven was alive what were my people doing and that would be a good documentary or the juxtaposition of Beethoven and Kirk Franklin but you want to his hair what more do you want to know about him what more do we want to know about Beethoven than we are already forced and inundated with and how would that make us play his music better? Y'all already decided what we doing and, and, and Beethoven invented the metronome and all this other stuff. Y'all already decided all this. So what more uh, what more do we need? So apparently when he was di- when he was dying, when people came to see him, they would ask if they could cut some of his hair. So by the time he That's but, crazy. It says within three days of his death, not a single strand of hair was left on his head. That is insane. Like so you left, you dying and bald. Everybody <laughs> like what? Like you're dying and then some everybody coming at you with sisters taking your hair off? Like that's weird to me. He didn't like, even know what's going on. He couldn't hear. Okay, he could see. <laughs> he could see. But yeah, but what did they know? Did, well, let me stop. But like 
why did I, he, is that normal back in the day like why why were they cutting his hair off besides the fact that he's beethoven like if if your mama was dying you want to lock her, her hair too you finna sell it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Yeah. I feel like maybe that was a thing. Maybe because he... gonna pray over it to make sure he crosses over? Like... Yeah, I don't know. Um, you just laying there making people... Make you, now you looking like Cynthia when you go down to the... To the... What's it called? Embalmer? Oh gosh. <laughs> um... Um... Funeral and also... Pond. I don't know, I like... What'd you say? I had to get it out. Also, wasn't it like it was like when he died, seventeen eighty some, so eighty no eighteen twenty something. Eighteen twenty seven. Eighteen twenty seven. So you know, anything they probably buried him loose. I'm sure they did. Um, we saw Amadeus. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm kidding. I'm apparently, kidding. that was apparently that was fairly common though. Yeah, I remember looking it up. I think we talked about it like. They said there was no mass graves in Vienna that was a dramatization, but the pomp and circumstance we put into burials was like this wasn't the culture back then. It was kind of like, oh well, he did. So yeah, that's why they were standing at the gate at the end and crying while they took him away with no, with no b- graveside culture yeah. back then. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how. Like, I know he was in pain, but I don't know. Like, was he like in and out of consciousness? Was he like? Yeah, take some of my hair. Like, I don't know. Um, That's so weird to me. So, apparently, um, the analysis of those strands of hair have, I guess, given some insight on him. They're saying definitively that he was not black. Um, I thought that was going to be the opposite. I was like, I do not want to have this conversation again. So, I was actually grateful that he wasn't black. I was like, thank God. Put it to work. Cause when I saw the hair being found, I'm like, if they see any, now king, it's four C, right? Like. <laughs> Beethoven created four C hair. I don't want to see none of. I was bracing, <laughs> any kink, any coil, any S curl that will give it away. I hope it was bone straight, one A hair. Thank God, God is amazing. Um, and apparently one of the things that they found out was that there's a family in Belgium with the last name Van Beethoven who found out who they have always claimed to be related to Beethoven and have found out that they are not in fact related <laughs> to Beethoven I'm like oh I just know that that was their entire personalities so oh, I know, I know sick right now. they are like reeling with the news <laughs> and even they they there's a quote from them in this article I'll link it in the description like further down but um so this apparently there's like multiple locks of his hair like I think there's eight, I want to say. Um, the most recent one was, or an, I don't know if this is the most recent one, but one of the last one that they have here was um, uh, purchased for $7,300, which I was like, that's actually less than I thought Beethoven's hair would go for. But also, what do you do with Beethoven's hair besides say like, oh, I have Beethoven's hair? That's all you do with it. Which I will respond to why. Some people like like are collectors and like that. You know, like how people collect like fancy instruments, but with no intention of playing them. I guess, or like historical I don't know why stuff. It's just like landing so weird to me. Like when it comes to historical stuff, like that's something I wouldn't want. Why do I need your hair? That's weird. Yeah, like I'd rather have Beethoven's quill, the last quill. Yeah, you know, like, something like that. Like you know, we was talking about shaming earlier. I would shame somebody for that. I'd be like, so out of all the stuff in his house. You took the hair. If if Beethoven was on his deathbed and I had no, what's the word, integrity, I'm swiping something on my way out. Why would I take his hair? Why would I take the scissors? I'm I'm taking a manuscript. What did you not finish? Like I'm I'm swiping. So I'm leaving here with something. You know what I'm saying? Like why the hair? Also, you're not even thinking. You're not even using your whole brain. Take a manuscript. Go to the office and swipe some. That's gonna be worth way more money. Oh look! Here go a here go a euphonium concerto. He ain't finished. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Beethoven discovered the saxophone. Okay. That's what she want to do. The crazy thing about that seventy three hundred dollar lock of hair is that that's the one that turned out it was not from him. <laughs> so now you here you go. At least it wasn't an individual person. It was a couple members of the American Beethoven Society. Well, now y'all are the American somebody else society because that ain't his hair. So, um, 
they said the person who got it gave it to his son and kept it in that locket and then they said that they think it's his son's wife is her hair because she was a Jewish woman and they said that they can tell from the genetic profile that it was a Jewish woman Mm. whose um whose hair it was so y'all are the what's her name it's too many words in here y'all are the that lady society now I guess um because that's her hair they also found out that um so of all the different samples of hair that they had from other people um there was i think two that could not been could not be tested or one that couldn't be tested um one was inauthentic um and then five had identical dna so they, that's what they think that those are actually his hair because they were all marketed and so and sold as uh beethoven's hair and they're exactly the same dna hmm. And they also said that two of those, um, of the five that had the the identical DNA, two of them had impeccable chains of custody. So, um, yeah, so they're pretty sure they got his hair. I don't know what we're supposed to do with that information. They also found out that they think there was some infidelity on his, they think his grandmother, his paternal grandmother had a baby by somebody else because there's some, that's where the disconnect is on that side of like his DNA hmm. um yeah are they gonna so pick the, him up okay Did they, that was that will solve everything this is such dusty like I mean you are already so deep into this man's business it's like what's left well, at this point that's what I'm saying like I'm like that might sound insensitive but I'm like y'all just dig him up y'all are so far so far past where you should be no, but seriously, what is left at this point? You got the man's diaries. You you know, you know what he, you got his hair. You know, you know what I'm saying. You turn his house what, into a museum. Well, he didn't have any more. No, but I'm serious. Like I don't know what. Like how far does the body decompose? Like obviously the hair doesn't go because they still have hair. But he didn't have no more hair. I mean, he probably. Like, are his bones still here, or like, is there something that eats that too? I feel like it hasn't been long enough for his bones to be gone. I don't think so. 1827? Let me look it up. I don't know. But I mean, that just... There gotta be something left. We'll, we'll come back to... Kind of just hit the, the the topic too. But we'll come back to how that connects later on in the episode. But um, yeah, that's what we found out about Beethoven. Oh, 10 years. What? For those in, those who are embalmed and buried in a coffin, and you know they'd have thrown them in there probably back then. Dang, only ten years? No way. For everything to be gone? No, they'd be exhuming people for, cause they'd be still finding people, like old old, like fossils and stuff. And also, like, did he get like a proper burial? Yeah, right. I don't know nothing about Cause that. Cause I remember, wasn't who was that dude that was crying in the streets? Like, stand up, my dude. I love him, Loki Bruckner. Bruckner was like at Beethoven's funeral. He was crying, trying to get in the casket. Weird. What? Behind. Yeah, <laughs> Bruckner. That's embarrassing. I hate that for you. <laughs> stand up. He was making a spectacle. Not trying like, to get in the casket. He was crying, throwing up, all type of stuff. That is not. <laughs> And it was like, baby, you have to calm down. Like, <laughs> you don't even know this man for real like that. I mean, I probably did. Well. Oh, what happened? Okay, I'm going to, I'm. we're going to move on. But I found an article that says, what happens to your body a hundred years? Oh, I can't do this too much because I'm going to have a dream about being on the call. Yeah. I was, oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, But there got to be okay. some dust in there or something. That they could scrape up. I'd be watching them archaeologist things. Okay. Beethoven dust. Okay. Um Well, my last piece of news, this is a whole interesting thing. This is something I was was planning on um mentioning last week, but it got buried in my Twitter bookmarks. Basically, 
Um, there's a particular train station here in Los Angeles. It's the um, Westlake MacArthur Park uh, station, if you take the red line or the purple line, um, where they have started using classical music as a repellent um, to stop people from loitering or sleeping um, in the train station. Apparently, they have been playing continuous loud classical music over their PA system um because they don't want homeless people there or anybody else loitering they have some videos of it it is loud it's very loud one of the videos i was looking at sideways because it's somebody sleeping i don't believe y'all should be filming people homeless people sleeping and stuff like that like but um if you want to know like what it's like um metro which is the public transit here says the idea is to create an atmosphere that is comfortable for spending short amounts of time transiting through our station but not conducive to hours long loitering um apparently that's one of several tactics that they're using to cut crime and reduce loitering by homeless and drug dealers who use the station's dark corners for not transportation apparently apparently that's that station has been a hot spot for illegal activity um and they have seen a 99 percent increase in year-over-year system-wide complaints from transit riders about passengers who possess or use illegal drugs um it's been a, it's had a high number of drug overdoses and calls for calls to police and crime in, uh incidents as well as a stabbing death um however there are you know some they've interviewed some people for the article um and one of the writers name is cody johnson 31 he said quote we want it off it is driving us crazy um he says that our blood pressure is going up people are getting more irritable with this music i don't think it's working he also says that it's monotonous annoying and having the reverse effect well, somebody says they wrote, I commute through the Westlake station. The music I've heard blasting in the station this week is opera and March style classical. It's obnoxious. Um, That's a little funny. I can't watch. Yeah. But also a little like, I was like, this feels kind of jacked up in the way that's like. There's so many ways you could approach it. <laughs> because it's like a lot of times they were pointing out that's like a lot of times people use music to attract people to their businesses you can see the type of music that people use to attract versus repel people mm-hmm. like now you're having a lot of people are already like they're associating classical music with this like there's already that whole elitism like aspect to it where now it's like you are specifically doing it to like drive away like y'all don't want to be associated with homeless people or like any of, any of that like it's a little like, yeah. Who um, let this? Y'all are mad weird. Like y'all sat, y'all sat in the in the meeting. Was like we finna we finna blast some Wagner. That's freaking weird. And it's just like, and that's just like just uh, that's kind of like annoying, especially as as people who are trying to like boost classical music up to be more like appealing more accessible more like inviting and like one is driving the people that that are there for the reasons you say you want people to be there crazy they don't like it they hate it and then it's like specifically to drive people out and like to like weaponize classical music also there's a lot of reasons why people could be like in a train station so people don't got like even even if even beyond being homeless but even homeless people it's like y'all are not is it not gonna fix the problem because they're just gonna go be homeless somewhere else and you're gonna be mad at that too what so now you're gonna have speakers in the ground playing classical music all over la and also like you can ignore almost you can get used to anything so it's like if i if i need somewhere to lay my head like i guess okay i guess we listening to wagner like i guess i guess what we doing like it can't be so like how loud is it i mean i'll link it in the description it's pretty loud i didn't even have my volume up all the way and it seemed pretty loud um that's yeah. so weird they're just yeah they're just gonna go somewhere else that's just such a weird con- like i don't even i don't even know why what kind of evil it takes to even come up with something like that yeah and it's just like 
annoying that that's like the way that they're using classical music <laughs> like to drive people away that's crazy what you're like think about that you like hmm how do we get people out of here classical music <laughs> and also why did you use any other type of music there's way more types of annoying music okay <laughs> um that came out wrong but it's like but that's kind of the point i think it's that and i think it's also the like they had a, they talked to a musicologist for the article who's talking about like that association with elitism how they want to be associated with that um although some apparently uh um uh, an event center in florida used baby shark to do a similar thing see and i was just about to say if you play coco melon like coco melon like just play that over and over like no nah, because you, now now y'all gonna see violence go up people bring it to the daycare now people are frustrated now people are more irritable now people punching each other for small like infractions like, like playing playing music that's actually annoying instead of like doing like going the elitism right which is actually gonna have a, a terrible effect down the line so that's that's great and something to look forward to and um, also like totally not even addressing the problem of hmm, why do people have to sleep in the freaking train station like maybe y'all shouldn't worry about that and y'all take all this effort to do i don't the whole homeless thing in this country is so annoying because it's like y'all take all this effort to build benches that people can't lay down on and all the other stuff and and don't want to help the actual problem even if you put a band-aid on the problem and just provide a safe place for someone to live because that's not the, the issue is way more complex than that but like just giving people just treat people like people and giving them a place to live you could you could put all that effort you're, you're spending money to install benches and you can't like it's just so messed up hope it's worth it you spend eternity in hell and then people are always like and i understand like well the healthcare thing is like huge everywhere like people literally must have access to healthcare. but a lot of people i've noticed talking to people who are like i don't know it's a fringe issue for them be like oh yeah and it's because you a know so many people issue? are fringe oh. like it's not something that they really like it's like they see homeless people but they not really think about it like oh it's so like you know so much so many people have mental issues it's like first of all girl so do i second of all um yes people some people have mental issues but also it's too freaking expensive to everything live here it's expensive like everything is high so it's like you're kidding yourself if you're if you're gonna say oh they're 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 homeless because they can't hold down a job because they're mentally ill like no girl you know how many i remember i just saw a study about how many people in los angeles homeless people have full-time jobs it was something it was something crazy i'm not gonna lie on here because i think i remember about i don't want to you know spread no misinformation look it up but it was it was a pretty high percentage of people mm-hmm. working full time that cannot afford to live los angeles um, like so it's like yeah i mean healthcare for sure but like also it's people who are like they're perfectly whatever they're of sound mind they are working full time they cannot live nowhere i literally just did a presentation on um on social class and the u.s department of health and human services first of all ought to be freaking ashamed of themselves because i'm gonna say we got one of those well you wouldn't know by the the health of humans (laughs) in this (laughs) in in this freaking country but um they were so they you know they are the ones that they keep tracking like the poverty um stats and like who's blow or whatever the poverty line but the way they do that i'm like first of all poverty can already be bad but the way they determine it is ridiculous what they determine to be the poverty line for a family of eight in they they do yes a family of eight they they do it by the 48 contiguous united states i mean contiguous states in the dc and then alaska and hawaii have their own in the 48 contiguous states in dc for a family of eight, the poverty line is if you make $50,560 or less. I just don't understand why they wrote it that way. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Do they have multiple other, like, cause a family of eight is, what kind of family of, like, that's not, the, that's not typical. 
it has it for I'm I'm just doing the highest that they put. Oh, they, they do one, two, category. three, four. Yeah, oh, they do one, two, three, oh, four, okay. five, six, seven, I was eight. Like, okay. And then they have a they go up to eight, and then they put each additional person add this amount. Um, so if you have a eight for an eight person household, they say you're only living in poverty if you make fifty thousand five hundred and sixty dollars a year. Fifty for eight people? You can't even eat them. You can't even eat. You 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 cannot. You cannot. You are lit like eight people. You could be making twice that. You could be making twice that and still be struggling. Here in California, you're making fifty k for eight people. You're poor. Even if you're making, like you're not you're not living well. Even if you're making a hundred k, that's insane. Like, and for one person, it's fourteen thousand five hundred eighty dollars. This is the same LA. You want me to go raw dog? Okay, not you turning this back on me. <laughs> I just I just thought I was. I just want literally just of one week ago. You wanted me to. To just uh, hold on, we didn't. We didn't say we was turning this back on me. You just want me to just go, go white boy out. White boy out. I didn't say you had. I didn't. I did not say. That's what I heard. Y'all heard. Well, me. you can get a daddy here. Okay, that ain't no problem. You're not focusing. But that's the issue. <laughs> and you're not. Oh wait, hold on. When I say that, wait, I didn't catch the reference. <laughs> I know it's something we probably just talked about. Yeah, we did a couple of days ago. It's fine. Um, oh man, focusing. It was something that somebody said to you, and you was like, "Really?" Oh shoot, I don't have it. You have to tell me after. Okay. Focusing. Who told me to focus? You focus. No, on your phone. not not focus. Oh, uh, okay. We got to move on. I don't know what okay. it is. I don't know what it is, but you're gonna have to tell me. Cause I feel like it's trifling. You know, I like me a little tribe. You texting me? Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. But <laughs> girl, screw you. C- certain things can't. <laughs> certain things can't get out yeah. <laughs> at this point. Even yeah. Yeah. Um. It would it would require me to say a name. So and also you couldn't even because that that's like so pointed. It might be like. Yeah, it's a <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, the same LA you want me to raw dog. All right, so the intermission, I did not want, but I don't want you to do it by making four, fourteen thousand dollars a year. Fourteen thousand dollars in LA. Fourteen thousand dollars. You you are not even close to living in a place. <laughs> you're like you're not even close. Fourteen. That you can't even rent a room. You can rent a room here for for nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred. I've never seen one less. Nine hundred, and I'm sure it's somewhere. But if you you rent a room in Los Angeles for nine hundred dollars, I I guarantee you, you are not only paying them in money. That's all I'm gonna say, because it is it's freaking crazy to live here. Like it's 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 just kind of ridiculous. And yeah. Man, I've been through enough. I can't. I remember my mom was like, "Well, you know, you just gotta." I gotta just get, and I'm I, like I gotta. I'm like, so you can only rich people live here, or like only people have, because my mom got lucky with the house I grew up in. I don't know if I, if I told you that she was dating a realtor who owned that house, and mm-hmm. he just signed it over to her. Mm-hmm. And it's like she has to pay the mortgage, but paying a mortgage is, is not even the hard part of owning a house. It's getting a down payment. Right. When she pay a mortgage, it could be the same thing as rent. And she also her friend. She always had people living with her mm-hmm. that helped her pay the thing she was like well you just got to look for opportunities i said look for opportunities like laying down with a realtor be for real like <laughs> that's not a regular thing Glassley <laughs> black is looking for men so like resume this. with a picture like, that's, what, that's what it's giving ugh. oh how cute would a classy black house be it's only two of us so that's it's a qualified house but um Richard, Richard would Richard would kill us. Oh yeah, we got too much stuff. We got too much stuff. (laughs) Richard would kill us. Yeah, he would not (laughs) want to live with us. It's also, it's also. I feel like we'll be so chaotic. Like telling him like that tea earlier today. I was like, this feels so out of out of character. Because like 
he not he not Gabby, you know what I'm saying? So it's like he would kill us. He would literally murder us and probably be happy about it. Right, and th- and, and be throwing out all our sauces. So. Right, right. When the whole when a refrigerator door filled with sauce, because I have several different sauces for several different occasions. As, as do I. Because you got now, different hot sauces, exactly. ketchup, mustard, spicy mustard, Dijon mustard. Right, it's honey. Honey. Oh, I can't eat honey mustard. Oh, you don't like it? I I don't eat honey. Oh, right. right yeah, most right. of the time I don't eat honey. You don't um, have no vegan honey mustard? Mm-hmm, it's not very good. I, if I'm gonna do that, I'll use like an agave. If I want a sweet mustard, I'll do that. Mm. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. But and then I also got you got different types of barbecue sauces. You have buffalo sauce. You got different types of ranches. Of course, mayo. My fridge was stressed them out. My Whoa, fr- you had a little bit of a lapse there, but. You told you me mean. you don't you like mayo. You just I don't. do not like mayo. I never oh. have mayo's disgusting. Whoa, I didn't know it was all that. I thought you just didn't have it high as high ranked as I did because I think mayo is the best no. kind of it. That's freak. That is so ridiculous. Like I'm not even like trying to be that. I'm not even that trying to be annoying. Ridiculous. Like, How is mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. Yes, and it's versatile. <laughs> Gosh, mayo's disgusting. Do, that was crazy. Your reaction to my headache is just this, not going away. Who wants and uh, and for somebody like you who doesn't even really do eggs like that, a eggy sauce like a eggy nasty. Oh my god! Especially gosh. like before I was vegan and like Blech. good quality mayo. Like now mm, that's there, oxymoron. There, like there are like my go-to mayos, vegan mayos like the. Especially like over the years, vegan mayo has come so far. It's like I have my favorite. Follow your heart, whatever. But mayo it's mayo can do so many things it's right like, it can disgust you it can repulse you okay it can <laughs> on its so own, versatile okay on its own it makes a great dipping sauce for fries that's the dutch do thank it. you so much for listening to the classically black podcast ben, um i'm sorry there's a, there's a the lag. dutch first of all that's 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 your <laughs> oh and the french And the Canadians. Okay, the, the French also be slurping up snails. That, that's right too. Some of them. That's that's a. Okay, and I'm sure some of. Okay, it's a generalization to say they dip their fries in mayo too. Okay. And then also. That's disgusting, Katie. There's literally no sandwich is complete without mayo to me. Like I have. Are to, you kidding me? Okay, no savory sandwich. I will put mayo on every sandwich. First, I put mayo on burgers. I put mayo on cheese steaks. That's disgusting. I put mayo. And, and I hope you. I hope you understand. God can hear you right now. What you can really eat like a chicken sandwich without mayo on it? Yeah, I absolutely can. That is and crazy I to me. and I will not eat it if it does have mayo on it. That's disgusting. And I will say the only thing I could do is like I I get what you're saying with the whole versatility thing. I I personally cannot stomach any type of mayo besides uh, like a spicy mayo. I can do that spicy mayo? and I, I and I make that. my own, but I have yeah, to hold my sriracha. freaking breath. I have to hold my breath when I make it because it's disgusting. Like I can't, I have to try to pretend like I don't see the mayo, like the smell. And and the other day, a couple weeks ago, I tasted some mayo by itself because you know sometimes your taste buds change. Change, yeah. I freaking had a seizure. So disgusting. Especially like when I make sushi, like when I make sushi like this week. You make sushi what? I make sushi pretty often. Actually, no. I I said when you make sushi what? What are you about to say? Oh okay, um, I made my spicy mayo, and like that's a part of the best part because you make you make my little roll. I put some vegan fish in there, some avocado, and then I drizzle it with spicy mayo, like you know mayo, sriracha, a little bit of sesame oil, drizzle that, top it with some peanuts. Yeah, we living. Spicy mayo also like a mustard mayo, that's very delicious for dipping sandwiches, specifically. Of vegan ham and cheese toasties, courtesy of my air fryer, you make a little toasty, and then you cut it into triangles and you dip it into a mustard mayo. Very delicious. Mayo is also the base for ranch. Okay, but ranch is a whole different sauce. So it's like mayo is my favorite condiment through and through. I love what it brings to the table. Let's move on. What other mayo? What's your favorite condiment? Hot sauce. Okay, besides hot sauce. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I knew that. I forgot. That was like a trick question. I, I forgot that. 
besides hot sauce, second favorite. Trying to think. Mm. Cause I love me some hot sauce too. Not as much as you do though. Cause I don't put hot sauce on everything, and I. Yeah, see, I put hot sauce on everything. Yeah, I don't put hot sauce on everything. Well, not exactly everything, but pretty uh, most things. Like I put um, hot sauce on. If I'm having a fried moment, like a fried tofu, crispy battered fried tofu, gotta put hot sauce on it. Yeah, hot sauce is so good. But um, maybe I don't know. But the thing is, hot sauce is the only kind of that I'm like, this is my favorite thing. I'm trying to think maybe barbecue sauce, maybe. Mm. Because I'm trying to think of the most variety, like the different types. Like, cause I like multiple types of varieties. I mean, of barbecue sauce. I like ranch, but like that specific. You know that good ranch, that wing yeah, stop ranch, like, like restaurant ranch. Yeah. Oh, but like talking about like Hidden variety. Valley has its place though. It Hidden does. Valley and frozen pizza is a very see the whole ranch and pizza thing combination. I can understand it, but it just seemed like it's a bit much. I can see yeah, it is a bit much, but. I make homemade ranch for homemade pizza. I use Hidden Valley. They have a vegan ranch. I use that for frozen pizza. Before I went vegan, same thing. Restaurant ranch for homemade pizza. Hidden Valley for frozen pizza. And I cannot eat pizza without ranch. Wow. To the point that if they have pizza out, like I won't even go to get, I will not eat pizza at a function because I know that I, there's not going to be no ranch there. I'll just, I'd rather just have the whole experience at home. Well, anyway, this is going on long enough. I just wanted to share my love and adm- admiration for mayonnaise and its ridiculous. Yeah, and, and, and I'm you know sure what? you mean and that I, in more ways I than knew one. You were gonna say that, and you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna wait because time will tell, and time yeah, will answer sure will. all things. And you know what? I'm gonna get my intermission notes. Yeah, you and do that. That's the third time you did that to me. All times have been not my fault today. And it's not very nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're going to well, move on. It's nothing not. you said was very nice either, so. The truth? The the truth? You can't handle the truth. And that's okay. Aaron Sorkin. Famous line. Okay. Pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah, we're not going to finish this episode because that whole ordeal got my battery kind of shaky, so. All right. Oh, for real? Yeah, the whole ordeal before we recorded the episode. So, How much we, we good for now. We good for now. But okay, let's full speed ahead because I'm trying. Yeah, thirty four. So, so we got thirty four minutes. Around about what we got. Let's just keep going. Okay. <laughs> so I was watching a TikTok, um, per usual. Actually, I've been watching TikTok less lately. I've noticed that I'm in my binge watching tv era which i've been here for like two years so that's not really an era but anyway um i watched a tiktok about how millennials like the effects of millennials being millennials gen z in the world that we're inheriting specifically in america um and how we are the first generation with so much uncertainty specifically like financial uncertainty so like we don't have a 401k it's impossible to save um like stuff like that and the effects of that and some things have been like when we talk about like the braiding situation (laughs) like if you are on the black internet you know the ordeal with braiders who they don't wash hair they have all these rules they are a lot of them are con artists like they'll cancel your appointment but keep your deposit all type of stuff all type i'm not gonna get into that um and one of the things that also came up is how like there's been an, an increase in the monetization of hobbies and how we're the first generation millennials and then also gen z to see a monetization of hobbies and how people are not doing hobbies for the fun of it and the sake of it anymore as much as they're like how can how can we monetize this and it's so unique to young millennials and gen z because of the uncertainty that we constantly face. So I just wanted to talk about like how this has impacted you uh, starting in and zooming out first of classically black, being a classical musician or musician as a whole. And then also just talking about some of the people around us. So this idea of like the side hustle, I feel like we started classically black in 2018. The culture was a little bit different back then, like side hustling 
I don't I don't know the I don't know the exact timeline, but the side hustle Twitter thing I feel like was a late 2018 2019 type of thing where it's like you got to get your bread up you got to da 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 how do you think like this idea affected like classically black in its in its inception um yeah so we was just talking about this I really feel like it didn't at least not in the beginning because we were talking about like the different reasons why somebody would start a podcast some people started as a business so to make money and then some people start um just for fun and I feel like classically black was kind of neither like we started it because we had a purpose that we wanted to fill which I think is a good reason to start something that you want to last yeah um because especially starting as a business we started as like a for real for real business I mean we might have gone about it differently but like yeah we made money in 11 months but it wasn't no business money like (laughs) so um and to be honest, it's still all right. Yeah, if you work somewhere, y'all need something like classically black podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, um, but now, of course, classically black, it has become a business because it needs to be. And it doesn't need to be, but like we want it to be. We spend a lot of time on it. It would be cute if we were able to like make it a bigger part because it would be a win win. Because like people would get more, like we could create more stuff. We can make part of our living off of it. People would get more stuff. Like it would just be a win win if we could do that. So I feel like it wasn't really the reason why, but like now it has become that. But I don't think that we felt we need to monetize classically black, like in the way that I think it has. The culture has evolved into. Yeah, I agree. I was telling Delaney that I don't even remember considering a life like a career as a podcaster like I knew at the time 2018 like Crystal and Kefiri the Reed I always talk about them I knew they were making money but I had no concept of like how much money they were making I had no idea they were rich they probably weren't even rich back then to be honest but um I just we just wanted to do it and mm-hmm. it's kind of like now I'm wondering if we were older but we have the same approach to like yeah let's make let's 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 trick it out because we really don't have to we could just keep doing this every week and just keep talking you know it's like why we don't have to build anything out so i'm wondering if we were older like if we were you know late 40s early 50s like will we want to build it out or is it like our culture where like we have this thing it's going well let's let's build it out um that's what i'm curious about um because I don't I don't have any hobbies. I was on the Lenny or maybe I told y'all, I don't remember. I don't have any hobbies that are not monetized. Like the except I used to the pan so to be fair, the pandemic did change that. But outside of that, like VL is not a hobby. That's where I get the mo- all most of my money from is playing my instrument and teaching. And then classically black is not a hobby anymore. Katie makes a vegan is not a hobby anymore. It's like Come on, income. I mean, income is income is doing a lot of caring in that sentence, but it's only two words. Um, and before y'all start with me, come on the contraction, not come on, because now it's three words. Go away. Like if you were thinking that, like find something safe to do. <laughs> um, but like when I was in Rochester, like I I was boxing. I miss boxing so much. Like just hitting stuff, like. I was boxing. I took. I went to like this like vegan cheese class. Like I had hobbies. It was yeah, it was something. Um, but yeah, okay, let's move on because I really, I love y'all, but I really am not trying to do any more than we have to tonight. Um. Okay. How I'm. Okay, how does this idea of like I'm gonna skip that one because we kind of kind of talked about the idea. I wanted to know like how does it affect your outlook in general and it's like for me like real quick for me like I don't be like okay what can I do what can I do what am I good at let me monetize it I don't think I'm that bad I think I'm more to the place right now where it's like I want to do something that is just for Katie so I'll be reading this stuff like that and I at the beginning of the year when I was literally a schlub and I wasn't doing anything my calendar was so empty in August I'd had no masterworks I had nothing not August July nope the other month January that's what starts the year 
January, my calendar was so empty. I was reading and I was doing all this stuff. And I was just like living my life. Like I didn't start teaching till mid-January. And it's like I was doing all this stuff. And it's like I've been on the same page. I don't know what happened to Prince Harry after he left Afghanistan. That was eight weeks ago. You know, it's like I just, um, yeah, I, I feel like I find myself yearning to find something else to do that I could just do. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I need a bag. So I'm just like, girl, like it's just so hard to live. Like, and I just feel like I know it's people. Oh, I don't care about money. I do. I feel I like can, people. You can. If you don't care about money, you are in a position where you don't have to care about it. Yeah, that's like, because I'm so sorry. That is, that's literally what it is. Like I want a comfortable life, and it, here in this country, that means you have money. It's, like specifically as a black woman, like if you want ease money's the only way you would not know peace any other way it's money's the only way to achieve ease like especially the t- the type that i want like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need to have something i'm gonna need to have something going on i simply will like i don't know what to tell you hmm. also i was talking to jen about this like there's also i want to know about how people are outside of classical music because there's also a There is a culture in classical music of like doing multiple things, not in that like what we do, like podcasts and and instrument, not like that, but definitely like like you have people who teach all year, and then they go to just summer festival. Why did you teach all year, and then you go spend the very the the of the twelve weeks you have off, you spend eight of them on a mountain teaching more, like that's crazy to me like or you play all year and then like um like i know the concert master mso like she's she's gonna go she goes to austria to play you just played all season long you're gonna go play more so there is like this idea and or like um i know a lot of the violists in the there's a violist in the cso who's also on faculty at DePaul. You do not need to do. I'm not, I'm on his pockets. I'm not gonna say what he needs to do, but a check from the CSO. You do not. I'm telling you, if Chicago is a reasonable city, you do not need to be doing both. But there's like a culture where you just do your teaching and your playing and your this and your that. So I want to know, like, do you notice this kind of thing, just in general, with your other friends and family? Well, okay. Actually, I think this is a rare instance of classically classical black you hear me classical music being ahead of the trend because right now the trend in the workforce is gig culture and that's existed in music yeah for so long i think that's where it comes from okay with, we like up. musicians musicians gig like that's just a thing yeah. you got to piece stuff together and it's now it looks different for musicians in terms of the type of things they do for those pieces it's not all just playing gigs mm-hmm. some of it is i mean teaching has also been a part of it but some of it is you hear a lot of people haven't po- had there's more classical music podcasts now mm-hmm. some people are doing podcasts some people are you know they doing whatever like people are doing stuff now some people are like oh you know i might could have me a little radio show or i might could have a youtube channel doing lessons online like people are doing different stuff but i feel like i have seen it in other people now because of influencer culture mm. a lot of people feel like oh i could do that a lot of people underestimate how much work i cannot wait for content creation to blow over as an influencer i can't wait for it to blow over. Come on, influence. you also are an influencer what the heck um, I am the influenced. You were the influencer. I'm the influencee. We are sitting on the same podcast. I, I'm a podcaster. You're a podcaster slash okay. influencer. Let me take that back then. As a content creator, I slash influencer. No, as a content creator, I have been influenced. So it's just like everybody. I'm not saying like because I am everybody too. I was like, yeah, I can make me YouTube. I mean, I made a YouTube channel because one. I, I mean, you actually did it because. I want to make a YouTube channel because one, I was tired of people dogging me out for being vegan, and two, I was tired of people have for I was tired of people like I think the vegan jokes are funny. Like, please be serious. Like, make the vegan jokes; they're freaking hilarious. Like, nah, I what time been a, you was on? Nah, what time you was tight with me? This because was years you were ago. doing too much. Just try I was it. Not, when was I doing too much? You were like, Red Fern, they probably using 
grasp oh, me. Oh, no. See, now you was tight with me twice. I remember one time you was tight with me because I wasn't getting nothing. We all had $12 from my bank account. <laughs> you didn't know that. Not not like you could have you could have known that. I would I would have I would have not. I thought yeah. you were being like, also, I'm over here grubbing. I would have bought you. So, you know, because like, I, I don't remember being poor back then. I had more money back then. And we was getting breakfast. I'm not a big breakfast person. I was like, so if I'm use, I'm use this twelve dollars for anything. It's not gonna be that. I had just bought my base, so that's why I ain't had no money. Mm. But See, I, didn't uh, know that. I thought yeah. you were being like, I ain't trying nothing. <laughs> what they using plants? Well, how they do that? I was like, you know what? <laughs> they grow them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I don't mind vegan jokes. I think they're funny as long as it's like not too much. It's not. Yeah. But it's like, like I'll be like. Just talking to Nikki, I'd be like, "Why have me a cheese steak?" She's like, "So both of those things you can't have. So what did you actually have?" That's um, me too, because yeah. Katie was just talking about she have she gonna have a Philly cheese steak, so you're gonna have a Philly, right? She like, yeah, she's like, "So you can't have none of this stuff in that sentence." So what did you actually? I'm like, Nikki, you want me to say I had a soy? I'm not gonna say that. Yes, I had a vegan, vegan, not because that's what you have. Why are you lying? Vegan t- tells you everything else. Everything else that comes after that, you can assume that nobody cow got slaughtered. That's that is the thing anyway um i also loved the youtube so i was like I, this is i was already i was i was a youtube girl so i was like let's do that but everyone's just like oh i could do that too let me let me vlog me everything feels so curated these days like that's why i miss og tiktok where people just got on there like doing random stuff i love seeing creators in their bonnets i just love i love that kind of stuff except for that one girl who just get on the camera be yelling i showed you like calm mm, yeah. that hell down but um everyone in my life is um normal also no they go to they have one job and they do that one job and they don't want to do anything else and i i want to know what that feels like because i think being a creative is a curse so a good curse i enjoy being a creative but i think it's like because you just want to create more things that's the problem like i'm always like Ooh, what could we and I might could and this would be cool. Ooh, and I want to see that and let me write this and let me pitch this. It's like it's enough. Enough. Yeah, I'm doing this video. I'm editing a video. Oh, but I gotta get my book off the ground. Oh, let but me, I gotta do- download Final Draft. Why am I downloading Final Draft? <laughs> it's insanity. It's like I I've never felt this before in my life. And it's like my it's like maybe I'm being. It's like no. It's like they don't think about that. My friend Nikki, she wanted to start a candle company. She was like, No, I'm I'm good. And that's it that's over it's so interesting to me they don't want to do anything else they're like i'm cool with this especially because I'm, cool. I'm like oh we we just talking oh let, let, let's do this and i'm like oh and i can make a documentary about us doing that like what the fuck it's a curse it's like it's like i just want to create more things i enjoy it i enjoy playing my viola and then like i don't know i enjoy playing my viola and i love the juxtaposition of now i got a podcast and a youtube channel and, and oh, that'll be cool and oh let's look up this like this like and I think maybe I maybe other classical musicians like who aren't who who don't who aren't creatives in the same way can chime in on this. But I think like just the innate curiosity that it takes to be a classical musician might influence that. Like to be a good classical musician, you have to be curious. You could be like, why didn't that work? What can I do better? And so it's like my brain always being in that mode just kind of just spilled out into other parts of my life where I'm like. I wonder how you do that. Oh, I wonder how this is made. I wonder if I could try that or whatever. And it's just like my friends and family are just like, yeah. So I got off work at five. What you doing? And it's like that's so fascinating, stable, very stable, but also very fascinating to me. And they don't need no, they don't need no other thing unless it's another job. Like I'll be making fun of my cousin Allison because she stay at a job. She stay at somebody's job. She love like she work all week. And she's like, you know, you know, I got my little per diem, not per diem, but whatever the other thing is called she got this stipend it's like a thing like her her hourly thing she got an Mm. hourly job as a bed assigner at a hospital boring stuff she sits a computer when someone gets admitted to the hospital she assigns him a bed that's her job that's a whole job does it on on a weekend my cousin my cousin Nadia was not eligible let me not tell her she don't listen to this it's fine she was not eligible for the for the relief check and still on a weekend goes to be a social worker at a at a nursing home just because why not i'm like that's so fascinating to me because you could stay in bed that's why not interesting people interesting people yeah well we are at a crossroads 
Delaney, I don't want to do this more. I mean, we have an hour. We could. Are y'all do gonna the be mad at that? Scenes. They don't care. Y'all don't care because okay, because I remember one why. time we we missed that one episode and then we we did that whole thing got on Instagram live and then somebody commented was like, oh girl, I thought you was gonna say <laughs> it's only gonna be a day late. Girl, we fine. It's like let me tell you why because Delaney and I have a meeting on Friday. That meeting hasn't even started yet. It's already gonna be two hours. So we have to add this on top of it. I don't want to do that. I love y'all so, so much. Like, thank you for listening. Um, But let's just roll to the black excellence. That's fine. We have a very interesting topic. Y'all going to be like, scrum yum yum. Y'all going to be. What? (laughs) What are they going to do? Girl, come on. You got to be on TikTok. You be on scrum yum yum. My purr purr. What? That's a sound. See, and that's the other thing. My TikTok, I was like, I'm gonna read this book this month. This month has been crazy. Yeah, you've had this a month has month. been freaking crazy. I don't even remember. It's I don't even remember what happened that one week that it was just like freaking relentless. So, kind of is what it is. The TikTok thing, like, I'm it's gonna keep going, but not at the pace. Like, mm-hmm. hopefully, I could get some 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 stuff stacked. I'm at a I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I have no grasp on anything, and it's not a great feeling like i'm very curious to see how my little i gotta play all my experts for jen tomorrow so that's gonna be fun i have i have no grasp i feel like i'm just i don't have a grasp on anything i'm just here and april's worse huh anyway let me not say that i'm not even gonna speed that over my life i just want to say something crazy i'm pulling up the black excellence if you're wondering why i'm just talking um, but when I get there, you'll know because I'll say my little line. I'm gonna say my little line. It's coming. Okay. That's what she said. That way. <laughs> you been you you really have been watching The Office. Wow. When they, when he came back like the for the for Dwight's wedding, and he was like, "I didn't think you were gonna come." Like this beautiful moment, and he you really could have just left it. All. That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's so annoying. Okay. All right, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. I said that, I said that twenty two hundred and twenty two times, and I for, almost forgot the line. This week, I'm talking about Joshua Conyers. There's something in that last name. It is. It's something in that name. Um, he's a Grammy-nominated baritone who has uh, been singled out by Opera News for his deliciously, oh, okay, honey baritone that would seduce anyone. Okay. Um, he's a native of the Bronx, <laughs> New York, and is known for his captivating performances and recognized as one of the promising young dy- dramatic voices of today. So I love opera. Um, I love opera bios because they list everything just to gag you and just be like so i'm that girl so i'm actually not gonna read all of this i'm so sorry josh um but i will say he's booked i will link the bio and you could take a look at joshua's stuff uh but some of his things this season includes a return to the washington national opera um lyric opera of chicago shout out to 773 um Indianapolis Symphony so actually I was wondering where I saw him he sang on Ode to Joy that's what it's called it's called Beethoven 9 last season with uh, Memphis so I was like okay I know he looks familiar but what really you know caught my little eye was that he was recently appointed um, to the voice faculty at the Eastman School of Music um, and he'll be joining in the fall of 2023 so that's really exciting and he's taught um at a lot of different schools new england conservatory preparatory division delonji shout out to Longy school university of memphis wayne state and three north carolina university campuses as well as seattle opera art lyrical in ecuador and opera fest at sewanee so shout out to you mr conyers you know eat them up okay right keeping the last name alive period right. Um, I'm gonna have that last name. I'll be, I'll be stressed out. Like, right? You gotta. What else I gotta do? Discover a planet, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing else for you to do down here. 
Um, okay, my piece of the week is called Elegy Par Ernst. And also has an alternative title, which is Adagio Melanconico Appassionato. It's by Giovanni Bottasini. So Okay, Bottasini. Period. Yeah, also my thing says service recommended to my battery which is annoying because i ha- I got my battery replaced not too long ago um when it's when my freaking computer stopped charging so yeah the, my battery dies faster i think so it's at nine percent so we might as well just go ahead and um all right thank you so much for listening to the classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you have a piece of the week suggestion a black excellent suggestion or an intermission suggestion Send to classically black podcast at gmail.com if you're black join isbm something happening is black musicians on social media isblackmusicians.com thank y'all see y'all next week bye y'all arrivederci